0: the college football experience, Louisiana raging Cajuns 2022 season preview episode on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by win bet bet $50 at Winbet, get $200 in free bets, bet, big win, bigger with Win Bet. download the Winbet app now, or visit Winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by sleeper. You already play Fantasy and Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their brand new over-under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to hundred dollars That's sleeper.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by SGPN Discord. Yes, make sure you check out our new Discord server, the perfect place to interact and sweat bets out. Uh, with the entire SGPN crew, just go to sports slash discord. This is Brian Bosworth, aka the Boz, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother.
1: Peace out, Boz out.
0: Preview one of the best names out there. My name is Colby Swinging Dantabase dance, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price but no one touches Dundee. Oh! <laughs> wow! It's great talking Raging Cajun football. One of the best names in all the land. I am joined. By my co-host, the Sunbelt Fun Belt God himself. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking. Home brew making. Tobacco Road living. The free lock giving. farmer, former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. What's
1: going on, man? Good afternoon.
0: Yes, we are talking. Look, we released a graphic, uh, the SGPN crew getting after it, ranking the home field environments for all the Sunbelt. Nancy, Nick, we had a decent amount of, of, uh, of hate from the raging Cajun fans coming at said, clearly we've never been down there. Uh That's factual. We have
1: not been down there. Be nice to go where do we have them ranked? They're like middle of the pack or something, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, I think we had them fifth. Are we sleeping on them? I mean, we might be, we might be buddy, Um, but I can tell you this buddy, whatever's happening down there, you know, maybe it's Billy Napier. I'm pretty sure it was, but Mark Hudspeth had some decent years there. When you go back and look at raging Cajun football, Hudspeth had, uh, Three nine win, four nine win seasons. There, actually, wait. What am I doing? What am I doing? Let's let's load it up here. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> this is the Louisiana Rage and Cajuns. All right, a program on the rise. The whole Sun Belt Conference is on the rise. Easily one of our favorite conferences, if not our favorite. And when you look at uh, Mark Hudson with four nine win seasons, all right. He went to five bowl games in six years. Then he's out. Napier comes in seven and seven in year one. Followed by three double-digit win seasons. Get this! They are what? I'm doing the math here. 33 and 5 in the past three years. Not too shabby. 33 and 5, buddy. And sometimes you know, look, Napier is off to the University of Florida. Levi Lewis is gone. Uh, Montrell Johnson is gone. Uh, but, but Michael Desa Moreau—I hope I pronounced that. Jay Sormo, de Sormo. Well, look, he used to play quarterback there. They went. He was the OC, the co-OC last year. He used to play quarterback with the Raging Cages from '05 to '08 before uh, may, he made the pros. Spent, spent a year with the Jacksonville Jaguars. So this guy knows. He grew up close to this university. He's one and zero as a head coach. He beat Marshall in the bowl game <laughs> last year. Nice win too. Very nice win. And fellow I, fellow
1: Sun Belt opponent now uh, in Marshall.
0: Yes. Yes. That's a good point. Um, So now, now here we go. What's life going to be like after Billy Napier. But I'll tell you this, man, even though this guy doesn't have the the biggest coaching record, he was at the, uh, uh, he was coaching high school from 2010 to 2012. Then, you know, he was coaching a, 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 a private school in Louisiana from 2013 to 15, but before coming the becoming the running backs coach for the raging cadence in 16 uh, stayed the course through, uh, through, through the, the change to, to Napier and uh, Napier recommended him be the next head coach Um, said he's got the pulse of the program within him. Uh, What do you make of the hire?
1: It's always tough to say when a coordinator's never been a head coach before. Uh, yeah, dude, The guy bleeds raging Cajun blood, you know? So that's a start, playing there, being an assistant there. But if you ask me, the offense hasn't been that great. They kind of underachieved maybe the last couple of years. I think they finished 64th in the country this past year, you know, with like a fifth year quarterback in Levi Lewis with, uh, you know, a decent offensive line, a slew, a trio of good running backs. Uh, so I mean, you know, putting up 27 on Nichols, you know, 20 on South Alabama, 21 on ULM, the offense was not as good as it could have been. I mean, look, they still went 12 and one last year. They still had a very good season, but there were some close wins against mediocre to bad opponents. Overall, the offense I thought should have been better. And I guess that's, that falls on days So, uh, Obviously, a first year head coach, the jury is, is certainly still out and they lose a lot. Still talented. I mean, they're still in a, a talent rich area. They're still, I'd argue, the most talented team in the Sunbelt West, the much easier of the divisions in the Sunbelt. So I still uh, think he's going to have a pretty good first year.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, he's in the Sunbelt West, which hasn't been very good lately. And when you add in that Napier had the number 1 recruiting class in the sunbelt three straight years all right so um i'd argue that the defense has been more impressive lately of course i mean we'll get into it here on the college football experience hopefully you're subscribed on youtube watching this shout out to the graphics department with this sweet ass graphic of the raging cages behind us uh, as we break down all 131 college football teams team by team We do it every year, so subscribe to the College Football Experience. We talk college football year round, and subscribe to the College Basketball Experience. But yeah, let's hop into this because, uh, yeah, you jump into the stats, and first off, I mean, the Napier's gone, Levi Lewis is gone. Their star running back, uh, you know, uh, Montrell Johnson went to Florida. Now they did have a couple good running backs, so.
1: But the, the other, Amani Bailey, he transferred to TCU. So now, yeah. leading rusher Chris Smith is still there. That's like kind of that's one head of the, the three headed monster from a year ago. But yeah, they definitely lost uh, you know, two nice running backs via the portal.
0: For sure. For sure. Uh, and they were 45th in scoring offense in the nation last year. Uh, now, the, the new OC is Tim Leger, and Leger was a co OC last year. So I do like them keeping the same continuity. Sure. Um 45th in scoring offense, 40th in rush offense, 78th in pass offense, 64th in total offense. Now, we mentioned Levi Lewis, he's gone. Chandler Fields ap- appears to be the starting quarterback, uh a lot of people are projecting, but we'll keep an eye out on Ben Woodridge, a uh, a uh, Fresno State transfer that came in. Um
1: both guys, out. both guys, only have twenty-two, exactly twenty-two pass attempts for each of them in their college careers.
0: I can tell you this, though: Woodridge was with Jeff Tedford and De DeBauer. Those are very good quarterback whispers.
1: Of sure, so, and from yeah. what I hear, it's, it's an open competition. I yeah. don't know. I don't know who's in the lead in early mid July, but I think it's an open competition because both both guys are very inexperienced.
0: Yeah, but I I, I can tell you that whenever. I mean, look at Michael Penix without uh, without DeBauer, um, and you look at uh, Tedford's track record. I do like that. Now, maybe I I think Woodridge. Well, well, uh,
1: Woodridge will be without DeBauer. (laughs) You know, what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean, I I see what you're saying too. It's it's good that he's he's been he's been coached by those guys, and obviously they saw something in him to recruit him. Uh, But uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see which quarterback wins the job, and if that person can keep it throughout the entire season.
0: Well, and Woodridge probably transferred out, knowing that Hainer was coming back. Sure, because ha- Hainer was going to go to Washington for a second. So, uh, but Fields probably the more mobile quarterback. Um, so maybe, maybe, maybe I don't know. We'll see what happens there. Two of three wideouts are back: uh, Peter LeBlanc and Michael Jefferson. That's that's good. There, running back Chris Smith. We alluded to he's back. Their tight end Johnny Lumpkin is back. Now, the big question here is going to be the offensive line. Yeah. Just one of five back on the offensive line, and that's guard AJ Gilly. Uh, that's what you circle. But here's the thing if you're recruiting that well in the sun belt, these next guys should be be ready for this. I don't know. We'll see.
1: Well um, well, Billy Napier, you know, he he didn't do his old team and his old OC any favors because two of those guys he took with him to Florida. <laughs> that's true. uh Torrance Osiris and Cameron Waits. And uh, the other guy, Max Mitchell, is on your Jets. So uh, yeah, they they had a, a very strong offensive line a year ago, uh, but yeah, it'll have to be totally you know retooled here.
0: Yeah, uh, and on the defensive side, they lose the D coordinator. So Lamar Morgan coming in, he was the defense. He was the cornerbacks coach at Vanderbilt last year. Now that is a bit of a question mark because, but the defense was 11th in the nation in scoring defense, 54th in rush defense, 14th in pass defense charting at 22nd overall, pretty damn impressive. Now on the D line, two of three are back. They run a three, four defense. Um, Andre Jones, both ends, Andre Jones and Zion Hill are back and both are, are pretty damn good. D ends to have, Um, they are breaking in four. Count them four uh, brand new linebackers. So
1: it was a blow yeah. where, uh, when Lorenzo McCaskill transferred to Kansas, Leopold
0: Man, Leopold it, Magic.
1: McCaskill was their, their leading tackler a season ago.
0: Uh, they do get two of four back in the secondary, led by safety Braylon Trahan. Also, cornerback Eric Garer is back. They are breaking in a new kicker, but the punter returns. Uh, that is, uh, I mean, so to me, the two clear-cut areas of weakness are offensive line and linebacker.
1: Yeah, and um, that, that's that's not uh, you yeah, know it's two, especially the O line. is very important position. The secondary also. I mean, uh, you you mentioned who's gone. Percy Butler is now on the Washington Commanders, <coughs> Redskins, uh, yeah. and uh, Mackay Gardner transferred to LSU. Uh, but you're right. Offensive line, the biggest question mark, followed by the linebackers.
0: Yeah, never heard of the commander. Well, yeah, yeah.
1: How about quarterback yeah. too? <laughs> I oh, mean, yeah. quarterback has to be listed as one of the biggest question marks as well.
0: Yeah, but I think they're going to be all right there. For some reason, I feel like they they'll be all right there. Um, obviously, maybe not as good as Levi Lewis, um, but we'll see. I think I think they'll be all right at the quarterback spot. But I want to talk transfer portal. We grade the transfer portal. Um, talk about the, the future of the program and go game by game on their schedule. And also talk about what Las Vegas expects out of the raging Cajuns. But first I gotta get us paid. Uh, I want to tell you that the Louisiana raging Cajun's 2022 season preview episode on the college football experience is brought to you by Winbet bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's w y n n bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now uh, you can win cold hard cash with their brand new over/under game. Check to sleeper.com/sgp on your phone to join the SGPN group and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Sleeper.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by SGPN Discord. Yes, make sure to check out our new Discord server, the perfect place to interact and sweat out bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. We're also brought to you by Trade Coffee. Yeah, Trade Coffee connects customers to the freshest and best tasting coffee they've ever made. At home by partnering with the country's best craft roasters. These are independent businesses from big cities and small towns and trade customers are truly impactful for these independent roasters, often being the largest source of new growth for them and get this it's expert tasted. Yes. Trade coffees team actually taste test thousands of coffees to keep. And they keep 450 different kinds alive and ready to ship to you every day. There's no one perfect coffee but there is a perfect coffee for you and trade's human powered algorithm will find it um, so right now trade is offering new subscribers a total of30 dollars off your first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com/sgp that's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. all right get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com/sgp and let trade find you a coffee that you'll love. We're also brought to you by IP vanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy. That's right. Without added security, you might as well be giving away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP and other prying guys. That's why here at SGPN studios, we use IP vanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IP vanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting hundred percent of your data. That means your private details, your emails, your passwords, your communication, your browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands even your physical location will be hidden. IP vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's really that simple. So go to IPvanish.com slash SGP and use that promo code SGP and claim 70% off your savings. That's IP dot com slash S G P. All right. We are back talking raging Cajun football. And I mean, what a time it's easy to see a tide turn. Something turned in that program a few years ago. They've been rolling. Uh, the transfer portal. We grade the transfer portal because it's been insane in college football lately. Absolutely insane. And uh, when you look at this team, I think it's hard to to say that they won the portal.
1: <laughs> I'd agree. Yes. Cuz they lost it. They got rated pretty good, which I mean, you know, when there's coaching turnover, that can happen.
0: Yeah, but still, I mean, I mean, they got pretty. So they added what the Fresno State kid at quarterback, which you I mean? Who knows if he gets the start at or or, or not? But uh, I mean, uh, besides that, they brought in what? I'm counting one guy, one guy. Besides that, now I will say this: it he is a key get, and that's guard James Ohamba, James Ohamba, who has 20 starts at Michigan State.
1: Yeah, he should be able to slide right in and especially losing that many offensive linemen. That was a need. So he certainly helps.
0: Yeah. Uh, but you alluded to some of the other ones. They lost Lorenzo McCaskill at the linebacker spot, huge and great get by Lance Leopold uh, at, at Kansas. They also lost defensive lineman, Clinton, uh, uh, a a uh offensive lineman, Tyler Brown, uh, Wide receiver Kyron Lacey went to LSU. Safety, Makai Williams Garner went to LSU. Imani Bailey, the, the, the stud running back, he went to TCU. Montrell Johnson, another stud running back, went to Florida. Osiris Torrance on the O-line, O-line went to Florida. Offensive tackle Cameron Waits uh, started from a year ago, went to Florida. Uh, safety, Kobe Hilton went to uh, UTEP. Uh, cornerback Bobby Holmes in the portal and also defensive lineman Dominic Ratcliffe went to Texas State. Ooh, in, in division. Come on. In conference. Also, offensive tackle Matthew Anderson is in the portal. So they definitely lost the transfer portal.
1: Yes, for sure. I don't think there's any other team where it's that cut and dry. <laughs> Maybe Clemson, because uh, Clemson doesn't bring in anybody. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, that's just that's that's pretty wild right there. So you look. At what Las Vegas, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see the sweet ass graphic. I used to have to reveal this, but Las Vegas is projecting eight and a half wins for for the raging Cajuns. Now,
1: it was eleven last year. they ran eleven
0: and one regular season. Well, and this is what's crazy to me. I came in prepared to take the under, right? Yeah, but let's see because. I I do think uh, I do think maybe it's. uh,
1: Let's just say they were smart to schedule light in a transition year.
0: Yeah, and I'm trying to find the juice on this. I keep getting a lot of tech to see what they're doing. Uh,
1: I imagine there's going to be you're going to be laying some juice if you choose the. All right, I
0: got it. I got it. It's minus one twenty on the over, plus one hundred on the under. So not Not that much. Not bad. Let's hop into the schedule, NC Nick, here because, I mean, like I said, I thought I was going to be on the under if you'd asked me blindly a week ago, a month ago. But let's hop into it. Week one the Southeast Louisiana Lions come to town who were pretty good. They made the FCS playoffs a year ago. Who was that quarterback? Uh, Cole Kelly. There you go. I think he's gone, though. Yeah, I believe he's gone. Uh, so that works out in Louisiana's uh you know favor. I'll take Louisiana on in Cajun field to be one and L. You?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: Week two, our boy Chris Creighton comes to town. <laughs> uh, Eastern Michigan at Louisiana. I'm taking Louisiana. I just think they're more talented.
1: Yeah, you know, Sun Belt against the MAC. Uh, it's not a shoe in, especially with you know early in the season with so many new faces, you know, new quarterback, new offense line. We've already gone over all that, so this is not you know an easy win. Uh, but yeah, I got to favor the Raging Cajuns here, two and zero.
0: Then week three, they are at Rice. Big year for Mike Mike Bloomgren. I would say you know the seat is very hot for him down there in Houston. However, when you look back at what rice did last year, I just don't know that they're talented enough to even be in this game. You know, like they got their ass kicked by a lot of, a lot of teams last year. I mean, they're the only thing they did is uh, they upset UAB. Um, I'm taking Louisiana.
1: Yeah. I mean, a a road trip, maybe it's a little tricky, but uh, you have to say Louisiana is just head and shoulders above rice right now. So that's, that's three of their four out of conference games. Like I said, I mean, yeah, this one is on the road, but they scheduled pretty nicely
0: here. They should be three and zero out the gates. This schedule breaks incredible for them, incredible for them, in my opinion. Next, uh, back to back away, they do go to ULM Malone Stadium. Now, this one I do think will be tricky. Terry Bowden in year two, I think this program is better. Now, I will say this: the fact that they are coming off of playing Alabama (laughs) is a great, great opportunity. A great look for Louisiana. And another thing is, Rich Rodriguez is gone. He's the head coach of Jacksonville State now. So they are revamping the offense. Um, I'm taking Louisiana. You know, here's where I think we might have
1: an upset. Uh, you know, Louisiana's won four in a row. Uh, and in 2020, they beat them 70 to 20. But other than that, these games have been close. I mean, this is kind of a rivalry here. This is your two Louisiana schools in the Sun Belt last year, it was just a 21 to 16 game uh, in Lafayette. So you know what? I think ULM is going to surprise some folks. I think they're going to win this game at home. And I have uh, the raging Cajuns dropping them to three and one,
0: do I need to tell you the record of teams playing Alabama the week after?
1: Yes, you know, but if this is, I mean, it's obviously it's going to be a blowout. So those those starters might not even play the second half of the game for ULM. I mean, and don't forget, it is the second of a back to back for Louisiana. So it's not the best spot for them either.
0: I do think it's the hardest game on their schedule the first five weeks, but they follow it up with hosting South Alabama. Desmond Trotter penciled to be the starting quarterback there. I do think South Alabama will be improved some. I still am taking Louisiana. I got them five and zero to start the season.
1: Well, you know, last year again, a very close win by Louisiana, twenty to eighteen. Uh, obviously, Louisiana has been the better program than a, than most of these opponents last few years. So they've also won six in a row in this series, uh, and they're at home here. So I will take Louisiana, but it was a very close game a year ago, and Louisiana's not as good this year. The roster isn't as talented. So I'm just saying, you know, not maybe not a shoe in, but give me Louisiana. I got four and one
0: this is where I need to quote that fans Twitter account that says we have the, the live stadium in in, in the sunbelt because at home they'll take care of business here. Last year was in mobile. I agree. They'll, they'll take care of business and what, this is a great scheduling. I mean, it's a great schedule because they get a buy to focus on the game at Marshall. Yeah. I mean, I'm taking it, Marshall It is the rematch of the bowl
1: game, the new Orleans bowl uh, last year. They uh, Louisiana won thirty six twenty one wasn't really you know in doubt. Uh, you're taking Marshall,
0: I guess. I, yeah, I, I just think that's a far road trip, but I love the fact they get a week off. I, I think it's a fifth like this is to me the first fifty fifty game on the schedule, and it's coming in October twelfth. So that's that's great for if you're a Definitely. fan of Louisiana
1: in general. Getting uh, Marshall and Georgia Southern from the at, from the Sun Belt East is is pretty nice because Georgia Southern, I think is clearly the worst team in the East, but Marshall's probably top half. Um, I, I agree. I say that they had dropped this game. You're, you're at five and one I'm at four
0: and two five and one. Then they host Arkansas state at Cajun field. Uh, they got a, they get a few extra days to focus on this one too. I, I got Louisiana beating Arkansas state.
1: I do as well. Again, very similar to South Alabama. This game was 28 to 27 last year. Louisiana needed a touchdown with under three minutes to take the lead. Uh, Last year was on the road this year at home. But once again, it's not like they just wiped the floor with Arkansas state uh, last year, but yeah, give me Louisiana.
0: Yeah. So I got them six and one. That number is at eight and a half. You're looking pretty good with an over,
1: huh? I'm five and two, it's a little bit more questionable.
0: Uh, well, they hit the road to Hattiesburg on a Thursday night, which will be fucking rocking, probably. But gosh, (laughs) okay, I mean, maybe I mean, this is foolish of me to say Southern Miss wins this game because Southern Miss couldn't throw a forward pass last year, (laughs) but but I do like I like the Will Hall higher. I thought the team got more competitive as the season went on. Maybe this is really foolish of me, but I got an upset special in Hattiesburg on Thursday night. Give me Southern Miss.
1: Uh, I certainly thought about it. You know, really looking at the schedule as a whole, I looked at the conference road games, and I think they're going to drop a couple of these conference road games. They're not going to lose them all, though. And I, I had them losing to ULM and to Marshall on the road, so I say Louisiana gets this one.
0: You know what? I'm taking Louisiana. I just looked at, I mean, Southern miss, I do think that higher will work out. This is a team that, that definitely got their ass whooped in a lot of games last, last year though. They did win their final two, but once again, not against. Yeah. All right. I'm taking Louisiana. I'm taking Louisiana scratch that, <laughs> Where were scratch you? that. seven and one, seven and one. They host Troy. This might be the hardest game on their schedule within the sunbelt. Um, I'm taking, I'm taking No, you know what? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm switching all around. Give me the loss at Southern Miss. They they beat Troy on November fifth.
1: Uh, this series is nine nine all time. Louisiana has won the last two convincingly, but one could argue Troy is improving. Well, maybe Louisiana drops a notch or two. This is a 50, 50 game, but I'm going to lean, I'm going to lean with the the home team, which I think, uh, you know, I think our records are now the same, right?
0: Uh, yes. Seven and two, seven and two. And then on Thursday night, they're home to Georgia Southern. I think Georgia Southern is going to be terrible this year. So I have them eight and two.
1: I think this is one of the, the the easy wins, uh, you know, similar to maybe Southeastern Louisiana or rice or South Alabama. So yep. Chalk it up. Dude, Uh, this
0: schedule is the nicest schedule out of all the ones I've previewed all year. You know why? Because, look, these next two games, there's a decent chance both coaches might not be there.
1: (laughs) That's very true. I mean, once again, it's back to back road uh, games, but still. So the first one is at Florida State.
0: Louisiana can win this.
1: I mean, Florida State lost to Jacksonville State.
0: That's what I'm saying. I mean, you look at Florida State. I mean what was the most con- there wasn't really a convincing win last year. I mean yes they beat Miami but they battled back they were getting their ass kicked that game. Yeah. Uh, the, I mean yes the convincing win was against UMass 59 to 3 but like you look elsewhere. I mean this team beat Syracuse by 3. Apparently
1: Florida, Florida State did not get the memo. If they're trying to be like the SEC and schedule, you know, their second to last game against an easy opponent, they didn't cuz Louisiana is anything but an easy opponent. With all that said, yeah, I mean the Raging Cajuns could win this. I'm gonna lean FSU though, eight eight and three, which means for me at least they need a win in the final week to hit that over.
0: It's such a great spot because they get a. You don't know Norvell could be fired by now, and if that happens, then I really like Louisiana's chances because these teams seem to quit. We saw it with Miami, but it's also right before they play the Florida Gators. Yeah, it was ahead. a great spot to catch them. The schedule's genius by the raging Cajuns. I mean, look, I'll take Florida state. I, I I'll be honest. This team could go undefeated. I don't see the, the way they get the week, the bye week before Marshall, the way they get uh, extra days to prep for Troy. And then they catch Florida state at a great spot. And then the final game of the season, back to back away at Texas state. But like I said, Spavanal is coaching for his life. He might Undefeated. not be the head coach I know, but
1: look, in general overall as a team, Louisiana brings back 48% of last year's production, which is 126 in the country out of but, 131 teams. Okay. But, but still they're not, they're not they were, last year's team. They're not the team from 2020. They're going to need some
0: time. Buddy, they had the best recruiting class three straight years in the sunbelt. That means to me, they're still the most talented team from a recruiting standpoint on the field in the sunbelt. They haven't had the reps, but they're still from a talent perspective, they are the most talented team and, and they don't draw app. They don't draw coastal. They don't even draw JMU who I think would give them a game. They get this schedule is amazing at Marshall at, at Marshall from the East is not an easy game, but they get the bye week before. I mean, look, I took sure. Marshall, but I just think this schedule is a, I get it. They have uh, two sets of back-to-back away, but right. at the same time, like, I'm sorry, I the over. I don't well, see how they, I don't see how they, should, they don't get it.
1: We should mention the last game, which is at Texas state. Well, I guess we kind of alluded to it and uh, yeah, they've owned completely owned Texas state eight and O all time. And of those eight games, none of them have been one score games last year. They won 45 to nothing. Like I said, they've, they've owned the Bobcats. So uh, for me, I went back and forth on this, but I think they win, you know, that the last game of the year, I think they get to nine and three and uh, that has to be viewed as a successful first year for days or Mo, aided by the fact that it is a pretty easy schedule.
0: Oh, I mean, for sure. I mean, like, the the schedule is the best schedule that I've seen. I mean, yes, we've made, I mean, Georgia's was pretty ridiculous. The Georgia Bulldogs uh, we felt like, but I mean, the fact they catch their hardest opponents in my opinion are Florida state Marshall and ULM. I think if I had to guess right
1: ULM because it's it's in there, but yeah, yeah, but it's pretty easy. well i mean if if we look at the Sun Belt, I mean the Sun Belt West is almost like the s e c east you know yeah. there's so many there's so many better teams in the Sun Belt east uh I wonder how that's gonna play out. you know, I don't think any conference wants one side to be totally lopsided and and maybe that's just this year, you know uh, five years down the road, it could be flipped, who knows, but yeah. uh for now, Louisiana definitely uh is, has the advantage of playing in the uh, weaker of the divisions. That's for sure.
0: Well, they get ULM after they've played Bama. They get a bye week before they play Marshall. They get an extra two days to prep for Troy and they get Florida state before they play Florida. This is a genius schedule. I, I, I honestly came into this dude saying like, I'm going to take the under because yeah. they lost so much. I mean, I really don't think it would be that. Ridiculous. I don't think it's a
1: slam dunk over. I think you're more confident than I am. You said you know, potentially it might be one of your locks. I just think when you're replacing that much, when when your head coach is a question mark, your quarterback is a question mark, and your O line is a question mark, I don't like to pick overs on those teams. <laughs> but That's true. that is my lean. You know, it's, but, it's but, not going to be one that I'm going to bet. But uh, yeah, I'd lean over.
0: But you also can't tell me there's a clear cut loss on that schedule
1: a clear cut. Oh yeah, no, you're right, right. I, I mean, you could argue Florida state, I guess, but yeah, it's not the a, a very a very good argument. So,
0: yeah, that's true. Uh I'm on the over. I got to take it. I got to take it. I I, I think uh <laughs> dude, I wouldn't be surprised if they went 12 and 0. Get out of here. I'm telling you, it is genius. Like I I'm one that I don't think Mike Norvell will be coaching that game. And if we saw, remember when Florida uh, I'm sorry. When yeah, Florida last year, but also uh, Miami. When the, like these teams have a tendency, sure. Especially big programs, they'll quit on their yep. teams. Yep. If we saw Florida International and Louisiana Tech beat the Miami Hurricanes in in, in 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 years like this, right? I think it's a great scenario, great schedule. Give me the over on the raging Cajuns. There you go. Uh, I'm going burn up. Yes. Uh, subscribe to the College Football Experience, folks. Uh, uh I mean subscribe on YouTube and also subscribe to the podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, if you give us a five-star review on iTunes, take a screenshot and uh, find me on Twitter at D D or at the college football experience on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Show me that screenshot. We'll send you a college football experience. T-shirt. Yeah. Like that sweet pen. if you're watching on YouTube Uh NC Knicks on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K Patty C is on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one. We are the college football experience. Like I said, though, subscribe to the college basketball experience too, because the Raging Cajuns, we cover you. We talk college basketball year round over there. We talk college football year round over here. Subscribe, tell a friend. Also, check out Sports Gambling Podcast. I mean, uh, we just had Pat McAfee on. They're already doing NFL props, NFL win totals. Check out that if you're a Saints fan, all right? Whatever, any NFL team. Uh, check out that. We also uh, just had Mike Leach on the show, Mississippi State head coach. So, check out all of that. And uh, yeah, I think you'll dig uh, dig those episodes. And uh, yeah, check out the 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 app, the SGPN app, all that good stuff. All right, check it all out. And uh, yeah, this is the college football experience. We're both on the over with the and Cajuns. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here.